how'd you get those cool how'd you get that Ooh, how'd you get that cool effect well because i'm fucking cool bro what are you talking about i tried to get those cool effects on my instagram and i couldn't get it oh shit i do things that are cool shut your mouth shut your mouth i do things that are cool uh, wait how are you able to do all those things i can't do any of those because i'm cool oh no 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 i can i can hold up hold up now hold up god damn it really Hey everybody, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Aw, shit. snowing in here snowing gold flakes someone says clint long time no see since drinking butterscotch schnapps in michigan behind the arc wow i definitely do not remember that but i'm sure we had a great time (laughs) yeah you know what the key word to not remembering that was the schnapps yeah what was it buttermilk schnapps buttermilk schnapps or something yeah anything with the word ending with the word schnapps you know it's going to be a hazy situation i feel like the first time i ever no it wasn't the first time. The first time I ever got drunk with my friend Buck Kerr, we were drinking apple schnapps. And the next morning- Your I, friend Butthole? <laughs> Buck Kerr. Buck Kerr. Jesus. Buck Kerr. We drank some apple schnapps. And the next day, we were in his kitchen, and his mom was making his breakfast, and then it was time to throw up. <laughs> It's nice to have that on the old sketch for the next day. You know, wake up, have some eggs, vomit. Well, I was just in the kitchen all of a sudden. I was like, oh, time to throw up. When you feel that way, though, that's what I call, and I don't get this way much anymore, but you go into what I used to call the making promises to God phase, where you're feeling so shitty that you're saying, even if you don't believe in God, which I don't, you're saying things like, oh, God, if you can just keep me from dying or take the spins away, I swear to God, I'll do A, B, and C. You're making right. prom- that's the making promises to God section of your life. Now, in your interesting theology of God, do you make promises to God? Do you? What's your relationship like with God? You ask. You ask. You you give thanks to God. God gives you things like parking places. God helped you with sobriety, but do you do you have to do anything in return? I always think of parking places like a separate God, a separate entity. Gotcha. But I guess the, it's not. That's the parking gods, right? No, here's what I do. I pray to God to just basically, like, I don't pray for stuff. I don't know. I can't imagine, like, a God who's just like Santa Claus, who's doling out the shit. For, like, for instance, like sports teams, when they're like, hey, help us, you know. It's not like, hey, make make the other team lose or something. It's more like, give me the energy or the strength to win this game. Right. And the game, for me, is just making it through the day without killing myself. Right. That's a pretty fun game. <laughs> it's the only game. It's the only game in town. <laughs> and it's called Make It Through the Day Alive. It's not a team sport. It can be a team sport. It should be a team sport. In fact, I would say when it's not a team sport, it's when it gets, that's when the game gets sucks, starts sucking real hard. Well, you have to be able to survive that game, whether or not you have a team. So having that muscle is important. It's a team sport for me because I pray to God, which I don't know what that is. It's definitely, I don't think it's, I don't know what it is. For me to believe in it, I have to not know what it is. Because anybody that says, oh, 
Like I was on the phone today with some really nice dudes from the Mormon church or the Latter-day Saints guys. <clears throat> you know, they, they like to bandy about the word Jesus Christ a lot in conversation. And it's great for them, but it just wouldn't work for me. Like, that. like using Jesus Christ just doesn't work for me. But I can believe in God. Anyways, I'm going to do that thing where I'm, uh, they're going to look and find out what my genealogy is. Yeah. Because I guess the Mormons are really good at it. And they were in a, and the and Mormons like, are so doing it for you. Yeah. The Mormons are doing it. <laughs> and so they have some That's serious database called Family Search. It's some massive database. And it's really easy for them. They've somehow traced all of everyone's ancestors to Moab, Utah. I don't, it's a weird thing they do there. Well, check it out. So I go, so what's the deal? And they're like, well, what we can do is we can baptize all of your ancestors who are in the spirit realm into the Mormon church. Because, you know, it's only been the last hundred years that people were able to like be baptized into the Mormon church. Or I keep saying Mormon church, but it's not, I can't use that word anymore. It's like Latter-day. Church of Latter-day Saints, LDS church. So I was like, well, what about, so I'm like, where are these people now? And they're like, they're in the spirit realm. And I'm like, well, why don't you just go ask those people in the spirit realm <laughs> if they want to be baptized? Like, why am I making that decision for my great, great, great grandfather? He may have some, by the way, here's the deal. If my great, great, great grandfather's in the spirit realm and somebody's like, hey, by the way, you want to get baptized? Because guess what? I'm Jesus. You know, he's saying, oh, yeah, I'm in. Cause he's in the spirit realm and he's talking to Jesus. So like, wh- I'm not making the I'm not making the call for him. No, no, no. My my image of your great grandfather kicking it in the spirit realm is he's kicking it hard in the spirit realm. There's cocaine. There there chicks. Well, see, I don't think. But then, I don't think but that, then, yeah. but then you're on Earth. I think the spirit realm is like more of like a purgatory or something. Oh, so they're not having a good time. So they're bummed. I don't know. And they don't know. That's this whole thing. I should have asked them more questions. It's a crock of shit. Well, they're not going to have any answers for you. I like their answers, though, because they're fun. I like talking about the afterlife. It's fun for me, especially with somebody who really believes in it. And I kind of believe in the afterlife. I just don't know what it is. Right. Well, that's the most honest answer you'll hear. Well, I know. But I love talking to people who really do know what the afterlife is, though. Because then you can really like talk to them about it and ask them questions like, do you poop? Do you poop in the spirit realm? Well, and what are the, yeah, but they don't have any answers to those questions. Well, they probably don't want to talk about poop. I should have, <laughs> I, I, these guys were so nice. I wouldn't ask them anything about poop, but if it was anybody else, I'd ask them immediately. Like, do they have toilets there? What's the deal? Do you eat? And someone just said, this is a common argument for God. You know, someone just said, well, if, you know, if you're right, it's great news. But if you're wrong, then you suffer. And it's like, that argument has always been so lame to me because what God are we talking about? What if it's not the Mormon God and it's some other God who's mad that you believed in the Mormon God and so on and so forth? You could apply that Pascal's wager thing to any belief about anything. Well, the way I, were, the way I look at it is, first of all, I got saved by the Baptists, so no matter what, I'm going to heaven. Oh, no good. matter what I do, oh, I could kill everybody and make a big painting of Jesus and poop on it, and go, I hate Jesus and I hail Satan, and I'm still going to heaven because I accepted God, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, when I was 14. So I'm in. Period. What do you think your adult fixation on poop? It, where, where is this coming from? I think it's funny. What? It's That's funny. All. I just think it's funny. It is pretty funny. I don't know. And horrible. I, I feel like poop is the is proof that there is no God. Because poop is pooping. proof that ger- poop that 
proof is proof that Germans take shit way too far, dude. Like if you if you want to like, oh, let me look up poop videos. Guaranteed, ninety five percent of them originate in Germany. It's either German or French. Oh, are the French into poop videos? Oh yeah, the French. Oh really? Hell yeah, they're into some crazy shit, man. Guess he's not my wife, who's like half French. She's got a French passport. She's not into anything with poop. I don't mean to suggest that all French people. She's not really French. She was born in Houston. I mean, she's got a French passport. I guarantee you she'd be in the poop if she was born in fucking Versailles. Is that even a place? Versailles? No, definitely not a place. Well, how are you doing? You seem like you're in kind of a chill mood. Are you Are you chilled today? I'm in a pretty good mood. Um, my wife and daughter went somewhere. I don't know where they went. They went to some like a uh, swim party or something. Some like share the COVID. They went to swim party. They're drinking orange drink at swim party. They went somewhere besides here. So that's cool. <laughs> that's all that matters. I took a nap. I woke up and they were gone. And I was like, okay, wonderful. Some alone Bobby time. Are you still alone or you're, is everybody back? Nope. Everyone came back for Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, by the way. Happy late Father's oh, happy, Day. F- happy Father's Day to you, too. What'd you do for Father's Day? Man, my, my wife was so sweet. My family were so sweet. They basically... They asked me what I wanted to do. Anything I wanted to do, we did. And what I wanted to do was eat spaghetti and spend time with them in bed, cuddling and watching uh, movies. So that's what we did. It was beautiful. Oh, wow. It was awesome. What'd you do? I told them to go fuck themselves mm-hmm. and came into the studio and spent all day alone. Oh, I was given that option. I was like the option to, do you just want to be alone? But they, I, you know, they'd all been gone for seven days. So, well, not my wife, but right. my kid was gone. Then my wife was gone. So I just wanted to be near him. I think if they'd been up my ass like, like normal, just because during lockdown time, I might have requested some alone time. Well, my wife did make dinner, which was really nice. She made these like great steaks. So it was cool. Like it was nice. We had we we did a dinner together and then she didn't give me a bunch of shit for not doing anything. <laughs> and that was your gift. That was my gift. And it was a good one. And and I was like, "Oh, I bet you this is what it's like for a lot of people." And I was like, Dude, I'm reading that book, Sapiens. Have you read that yet? We've talked about it before, but he, our buddy Jeff Swinson was just at my house talking about it. Isabel apparently read it, uh, the audio book of it or whatever. She listened Well, I'm reading to the it. part now where, where it's... So the agricultural revolution, which took place in 12,000 BC. Um, wow. <laughs> no, go on really? about the... No, go on. That- go on. The agricultural revolution. Well, supposedly, you know, the deal was like, oh, we started growing food. And so then we had plenty of food and everything was great. And then we could start like, you know, building museums and making art and shit like that. Yeah. Guess what? Turns out we were, we just became slaves. Like before the agricultural revolution, we were hunter gatherers. We'd spend about three or four hours a day hunting for food and gathering food. And the rest of the time we were just chilling you know, fucking playing didgeridoos and fucking beating <laughs> off and killing each other. Uh, and then as soon as we started growing wheat, yeah. dude, all people did all day was fucking till the earth and fucking plant, you know, plant and water and it became slaves. Yeah, but I mean, to go back to, to be able to quit roaming and roving and being nomads, to be able to plant and build and be near water and grow your own food, not have to worry about the risk of hunting uh, yeah, but it was a bu- but we were growing a bunch of bullshit like wheat, like who gives a shit? Like eat, try to eat just bread for about a month, and then oh, I'll die. take the Pepsi. Is this a real challenge? I'll take the, pe- I'll I'll fucking live in bread, dude. I'll make a house out dude, of bread and I'll live in it and I'll fucking dude, eat it all goddamn if you, day. If you just eat bread for the next month and then 
we just do like what you look like in four weeks your brain will be like how's it going i'm pretty good um bread like in like the bread you'll be like 30 pounds overweight you're, you'll be all pasty there's you, no nutrition in it, bread I, well i beg to differ <laughs> Just give me a bunch of sauces to dip the bread in, and I'll just no no live. sauces, dude. Just bread. just straight bread, or just sugar. Here's the here's the sugar challenge. I'm gonna give you a 20 pound bag of sugar, and that's all you're gonna eat for the next four weeks. If I could just have some bread and then just some beer to wash the bread down with, I'd probably lose a lot of weight. Dude, I have done the the Lent challenge where I just drank German beer for all of Lent and no food, and you can survive off it. What? That's what the monks did. No way. That's what the monks. Yeah. So the monks <laughs> in Germany that. drink. That's what the monks did. The monks did it. So in Germany, they have this thing called uh, this festival every year at uh, the Polliner Brewery. Anyways, all the big breweries in in southern Germany are run by monasteries and monks. And for Lent, what they would do is they would put all the stuff in the beer. And so they would have this dark beer uh, called, uh, it was like Dunkelbeer or something. I don't know. It had some <laughs> name for it. But dude, that beer will fuck you up. So you're just it's drunk like, You're just drunk for the whole month? Well, it's twice as strong as German beer, which is twice as strong as American beer. So it's four times as strong as American beer. So you just drink one liter of that and you're fucked up. Wow. But- you don't have to eat. Hmm. <laughs> the good news is don't have to eat. Bad news is you're in jail. Bad news <laughs> is you beat your wife to death. <laughs> and you peed your <laughs> pants again. Bad news, you're wearing a diaper. <laughs> Worse news, you ran out of beer and you're just drinking the contents of the diaper. Which then sort of comes back around to good news again. <laughs> yeah. Good news and bad news. <laughs> Which one do you want first? <laughs> the bad news is you're wearing a diaper. The good news, however, you get to drink the contents yeah. of the diaper if you get a little hungry. Good news is you didn't break your fast. <laughs> unless <laughs> unless, eat, unless drinking your own poop is not part of your fast. Bad news, you're wearing a diaper. Good news, with the contents of the diaper, you have a brand new pillow. It's a little stinky, but the pillow also becomes your next meal. That's the good news. <laughs> That's a lot of poop. For you, like poo pooing poop talk, that was a lot of poop talk. <laughs> I did poo poo the poo poo talk, and then yeah, only did. to launch right into it. Um, I know. Well, check this out. We got some emails here. Let's read them. What do you say? Bob and Clint at gmail.com. You can write into us. We love hearing from you. We'll read whatever you want. Whatever you want, honey, please. Jay Middleton talks about dreams. Hey guys, love the last episode. Really triggered a memory I had from when I quit smoking. Back in 2012, I decided to get on the patch to quit smoking. And the direction said to take it off before you sleep. But a couple of my buddies told me they had some seriously lucid dream activity when they left it on. So I tried it out. The first one, oh, this is, he's talking about when we had dreams that like Dave Matthews was your friend and then you wake up and you're kind of right. sad that that's not your life. Right. So he said he dreamed that he won Super Bowl tickets. Uh, when he woke up, he started to cry and freak out because it felt so real. His roommate's girlfriend heard him crying. So she walked in to make sure I was okay and told me that I screamed in her ears, I'm not going to the Super Bowl. Uh, anyway, love the show. The song you guys did about how awesome Clint is started my morning off right. It's true. He is awesome. Zip hard, dude. Sincerely, Jay. Ooh, zip hard. Zip hard. That's a good little sign off, ain't it? I don't know, man. That's That sounds predatory to me. Life zips. How about your boy Delia? How about your boy Chris Delia? Oh, <laughs> oh. I, I don't know. I don't know. But here's the okay. Let's talk about this. All again, right. Because 
so I love Chris Delia, by the way, Delia. Delia. Well, who gives a fuck? Delia. Oh, come on. Chris Delia. I'm going to say Delia. So Chris Delia, there's an article about him DMing underage chicks. And I guess there's a lot of them, but they say a lot of them, but I don't know. Because then I'm reading the article and then all of a sudden, like they're talking about, oh, he he DM'd the 16 year old. But then all of a sudden they're talking about somebody else that he's DMing. But they're not 16 anymore. Now this one's 18. This one's 19. And they just lump them all together. Like the story continues. But instead of saying these are actually legal women, even though, you know, it's gray area, you know, when you're 36 and somebody's 18 or 19, it's still gross. But anyways, it just, I don't know what to think. I don't know who, I don't know Chris D'Elia. I, I do know that he has played pedophiles in some roles which is weird. But the actors do this thing where they play like a, a cocaine addict, like uh, Scarface. What's his name? Uh, uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Okay. Dude, how long did it take you to think of Al Pacino? And I couldn't think of it, by the way. Well, as I was trying to think of it, I was like, this is insane that I'm not thinking of this faster. Um, well, I, I never thought of it, by the way. <laughs> and I was trying to think. All I could think of was Scarface. But then I looked at you, who are much younger than me, and you were having a hard time. And I well, was like, I was shocked. I was shocked by how much you didn't know it. You not knowing it so hard shocked me into n- temporarily not knowing it. That's not true. That's dude. a thing. Were- that's a <laughs> no. scientific thing. I read that in a book, and that's a thing that fucking happens, bro. Dude, I was looking at you going, "Oh, this motherfucker's going." I can't come up with that, and I knew it. No, 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 no. Well, let me tell you how I saw it. I'm looking at you with the big (laughs) goose egg face because you're coming up with goose egg. And I'm going, he really doesn't know the guy from Scarface. And then I'm like, oh, he's waiting for me to tell him the guy from Scarface. And then I'm like so stunned and shocked by how little you knew and had access to the information of one of the most famous actors in one of the most famous movies of all time. That's how I saw the play out. All right. But anyways, all right. So he so he plays Scarface. (laughs) <laughs> cocaine dealer now supposedly and i don't know shit about him supposedly now he is a cocaine maniac for the next 20 years of his life and i've and you you see that like when somebody plays like a musician in a movie the next thing you know like yeah, oh, they're, they're putting they're out an album band. they're going on tour yeah. they're putting yeah yeah so there is this thing where where actors kind of get like lost in the they there's a blurry thing that happens where they kind of get lost in the role but Chris Delia, or however the fuck, he's been doing this for like 10 years. This is going, the, the issue is just the, the pattern, the, the behavioral pattern. Right. Well, again. This is before he was in that show playing a pedophile or whatever he is, a predator right. or something. Again, it's gross if he knows that this girl's 16 or 17 and they make it seem like he did know. And so that's gross. Yeah, it and, is. And not cool. So I was hoping that he was gonna he was gonna put out a podcast this week and talk about it, but he is no no silencio. he's gonna go bye bye. I mean, do you do you feel like? And we don't have to spend too much time on this because whatever, we're, it's not our job to figure all this out. And and um, but I do feel but like he. I mean, he has a pod. He, no, but he he has a podcast. He can. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure he lost all the sponsors for his podcast. That's a problem. Right. So why put it out if if uh, if you if you're not making any money I well I, I just think he's his manager or publicist is probably telling oh, him he got to fired lay, to lay low he got fired from from the gig from the show caa who's his agency fired him wow i didn't know that so they book all his shows they book all his acting gigs so he so he really is kind of getting canceled it's really happening for him oh they like took his workaholics episodes not 
available. Wow. Wow. That moved fast. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'll probably Netflix will probably take his specials off hmm. Netflix. I imagine. Wow. I don't know. Well, <clears throat> I just feel like being a being a father of a of a girl who's five, about to be six. I mean, we're not far away from her being at the age where he a guy like him in his late thirties was definitely grooming or definitely trying to make some shit go down and right. you know I, I think even though the 18 is the legal age i mean think about it dude i don't even want to hang out with a chick that's younger than 25 because i i just think you still got so much growing up to do in your early 20s let alone dude when you're 16 and 17 you know there's a dynamic there where you really are maybe subconsciously even taking advantage of a human being that's not prepared to make decisions like hooking up with men that age in my opinion i don't mean to condescend to smart strong teenage women everywhere but there's a power dynamic there that i think is impossible to ignore if you're in college and you're dating a high school chick that's fucking gross let let alone in your 30s right i did think about you though because i know that i know that you you know i know that you listen to his podcast and stuff and whitney cummings who's like one of his best friends kind of came out and you know basically threw I don't know, th- not throwing him under the bus isn't the right thing, but she basically came out and said, yeah, he's he's fucked up and he's out. So uh, it's interesting, man. It's an interesting time. They're trying to get old Kimmel canceled too. Have you seen that? For what? Uh, I guess like 10 or 15 years ago, he did some skits on the man show in blackface as like Carl Malone, the basketball player and Oprah Winfrey. That's, a, that's what I gather. I haven't really investigated that, but. I wonder if I'm going to get canceled. I like how Dave Chappelle said something in one of his last specials. He's like, well, we're going to He's like, I don't think I've done anything. I'm clean. He's like, but we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. Dude, did you watch that that short thing he put out on, on YouTube? No, not yet. I've heard it's, it's eight, great. 847 or 846. I've heard it's great, but I haven't seen it. I liked it. I thought it was really good. I mean, I think, I think Dave Chappelle's great. The other thing I watched was I'm Not Your Negro, that James Baldwin documentary. It was so great. Like I watched that, I watched that and Just Mercy back to back, and I was like, "Oh, I get it." Yeah. Like I just didn't get it. I just didn't. I because I've never seen like real racism in action, so I just don't know what that is, and I don't know what it's like. But when you hear it like explained to you the way James Baldwin explains it, you're like, "Oh, okay, I see what he's talking about. It makes sense. I get why it's." Why people are upset and angry and scared and stuff. Well, that's cool that there's such a powerful, there's powerful films out there that a lot of people have access to. Hopefully a lot of people are watching it and figuring out a productive way to move forward, make changes. I think the, I think the main change for me is just, I'm more aware of what somebody else, I mean, I I think I'm going to go moving forward. I'm going to be more empathetic, empathetic. I can never fucking say the right word. Empathetic. Yeah. Empathetic. Because before I'm like, ah, it's not my problem. I'm I'm not a part of the problem. I'm not a part of the problem. And uh, who's I'm, that guy? I'm not a, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's not just not being a part of the problem. It's not even being aware of the problem. Absolutely. The problem. I think it's I think it shed some light on it. for me. It's changed my overall perception and opinion of about things in a positive way. The same way the Me Too thing did. You know, like I'm like ah. You know, like I'm I'm not a <clears throat> I'm not a misogynist or some predator or some, you know, well, so I'm I'm not part of the but <laughs> I mean not well, most of the time. Just kidding. Of course, of course I'm just kidding. You know, I never really took a lot of time to think to think about what it might be like, you know, for 
for the ladies. Well, this was a more somber uh, episode of I'm Okay, You're Okay, but that's how it happens over here. Sometimes the flavor is strong. Sometimes- Dude, it was a somber episode. It was a somber episode chock full of poop talk. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I don't want to poo-poo the poo All right. Write us in, bobandclean at gmail.com. Leave us a positive review. We will talk about whatever you want. And uh, we appreciate everyone who listens and supports the show. We'll see you guys on the flip-flop. We're going to split from Instagram Live. Go follow us on the socials. If you want to see us every Wednesday at 4.30 p.m. Central, Bob's other podcast is called The Song Club. My other podcast is called Metal Up Yo Podcast. And we'll see you on the flip-flop. Peace. Peace. (laughs) 